You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Mike Amos! Hey, Joe. Good to see you on the uh, second uh, second take of this uh, show. Well, I wasn't going to mention it, but yes, this is take two. <laughs> so uh, with us today in the studio is your friend and mine, Russ, the Russinator, mayor from the Junior Fair Board. Here to talk about all things Morrow County Fair. And uh, Russ, good to see you. Good to be here. I'm usually one of those out there listening, so, so it's a joy to be in You are here. one of the six people who listen. Thank you very much. Oh, we gained one? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, let's see here. So, Micamus, why don't you hit the things that are non-fair related since this episode is going to mostly be all on fair, the fair. Talk. yes, most certainly. Well, first of all, let's talk about September seventeenth. Cardington will have their wine and arts festival uh, that starts at twelve p.m. and runs till whenever. So that'll be downtown Cardington, September seventeenth, starting at noon. Awesome. The Humane Society of Morrow County is having its annual low cost rabies and microchip clinic. That'll be September 24th from 10 to 5 at the Big Walnut Joint Fire District. That's a 4600 State Route 229, Marengo. Open to all pets. No county residency requirement. They do accept a check with a valid driver's license and cash only. $12 rabies and $25 microchip. And for questions, you can call 419 947 Five seven nine one or info at hsofmc.org. And this one's a little bit in the future, but it's October 1st. Marengo is going to have its second annual fall festival, and that's from 3 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Main Street, Marengo. Uh, join us for an evening of local vendors, live music, games, activities, hayrides, food, and fun. You can learn more about this at MaringoMyHome.com. Or if you're a vendor and want to register, you can email info at gmail.com. Well, Mr. Mike, that's awesome. Hey, coming up also this week is the United Way of Morrow County. They're sponsoring their school supply pickup party. Tuesday, August 23rd at 5.30 p.m. That's going to be held at the Mount Gilead Fire Department. On Thursday, the 25th at 9.30 a.m., the 2022 Agronomy Field Day is coming up. Uh, We have shared that on our Facebook page from our little, I'm sorry, not Mara Little Theater. That's my other one of many other. Your other entity. The Morrowology podcast. There you go. There you go. Page, and that is on there. So take a look at that. And let's see here. We also have coming up, like I'm getting excited, our live weekend of entertainment across the street at the Capitol Theater Friday, August the 26th at 7 p.m. Mr. Mike Himmelgarn. Mike Himmelgarn will be in town, and he is a comedy juggler and ventriloquist. And uh, from what I understand, I've looked at some pictures, I think... He juggles bowling balls and balances a knife on one, maybe, or oh, wow. balances a knife on his nose while juggling. I don't know. Something like that. Wow. I'm sure he's sharp as a tech. Uh, let's see here. Saturday, the 27th 
of August is also going to be uh, fun at the Capitol Theater. At 7 p.m., it is Tim Loss, Gary Becker, and Mike Bono at uh, the Hometown Comedy Night at Capitol Theater. And then on Saturday, the 20, I'm sorry, Sunday, the 28th at 6 p.m., is Singing at the Capitol with three, yes, three quartet groups, two barbershop quartets. Both of them are out of the Fun Center Chordsman in Richland County. Bravada and Good Company, local boy Trevor Garebrandt will be singing with Bravada. And then we also have a special here. It's called One Last Stone Revival. And they are a, a true Southern gospel group that'll be here. And uh, Mr. Mike, do you have anything else going on prior to the fair talk? That's all I have for now. That um... Well, and actually, I came through Chesterville on my way here to Mount Gilead, and I saw that Chesterville is getting ready, too, to have a um, their Heritage Day Festival, and that's going to be September 10th and at 7 o'clock. And they're going to have Doc Chester's Medicine Show uh, returning to Chesterville. And so people can put that on their calendar. And I also found out that the Solver Library is going to have a used book sale. And they're doing that Thursday, September 8th from 4 to 7. And Saturday from 10 until 3. They'll be closed uh, during the noon Heritage Day Parade. And then on Monday, September 12th from 4 to 7. So they're also doing a free will donation to benefit the library. It says find amazing books, movies, music, and magazines. And you also had two things that you wanted to share. Do you want to share about the Home home Run Derby to benefit Tim Compton? Or do you want me to do that? Go ahead. Okay. So Home Run Derby benefiting the family of Tim Compton. All proceeds will go to the family of Tim Compton. Saturday, the 27th at noon, it costs $10 for an entry fee for 10 balls. It's located at the fields in Marengo. Age, uh, there's three age groups, 17 and up on field one, six, 11 to 16 on field two, and 8 to 10. And those are ages, by the way, not times. 8 to 10 on field three. If you have any questions, please call Carrie Steigler, 419-560-4022. Travis Ferguson, 419-560-9470, or Forrest Hamilton at 740-602-6480 for any questions. 50% of all entries split between winners, a food prize, and a 50-50 drawing as well as, I'm sorry, a raffle prize, raffle prizes plus a 50-50 drawing, food, possible vendor booths as well. So more information I'm sure will be coming out about that. And then why don't you go ahead and share your information about your Farm Bureau, the Ag Credit, the uh, Fight the Hunger. Oh, yes. So this year, the Morrow County Junior Fair Board is participating in a food drive. Um, This is uh, sponsored by Farm Credit Mid-America and Rule First. Um, they're having a challenge uh, for local communities to help feed those in need while supporting the junior fair. So during our fair, we're going to have a trailer there, and it's going to be around the horse uh, arena and over by on the side of the youth building. And so we're going to be taking donations, and basically it's a competition between 
uh, fair boards. And I don't know all of the counties that are involved. I know Trumbull's County was one of the ones in our section that we're competing against. And so we're asking people to come in and help bring in canned goods, bring in all of those things that you would be making uh, for food drive. And we will be donating that to the Morrow County food pantries and food banks and splitting that up. And it's what is basically it's a competition to see who raises the most weight. And then if we win, we're going to get an award for that. Uh, Junior Fair Board is planning on, uh, we do get an award for participating. And of course, we're planning on turning that money back over to the food banks to help support. That's a great, a great thing there. Um, So Mike, Mike, Russ, sorry, the other guy in the room. Yes. Uh, Last week we talked about, we asked Jamie Zeger, but what would be, what's your earliest memory of the fair? Wow. Um, Well, when I was little, I used to live on 61 uh, across from the Orange Barn, and my mom didn't have a driver's license. And so my grandmother would come over and pick us up, and we attended Iberia United Methodist Church and the food stand that is right there by the Midway, by Gate A. Um, We would go driving in. She'd get us up. Grandma would come over, pick us up, and we'd be on that drive. And boy, when we hit that monument, not literally hit the monument, but, you know, we were like, wow, we're almost to the fairgrounds. And so we would be in the back seat. Of course, no car seats, any of that kind of stuff back in our day. And so we would sleep there, and then we would wake up. And we'd go in and eat breakfast and Maxine uh, Maddox and many of the church ladies. And, you know, people say to me, Russ, you are very active in the community. Why is it you do that? And it's really literally from that experience because while that is going on, we had all generations in the church working together. Uh, the food, the money that we raised as a church, that went to support uh, Indian Mission in Arizona that my grandparents were very heavily involved with. But, um, you know, it was the kids working together. So after we ate, it was our job as kids to start cleaning the tables. And then when we were old enough, we would get behind the soda jerk fountain and we'd start serving drinks, getting orange juice or milk out of the uh, cooler. And, you know, we were all working together. And then the big thing was we used to make curly Q French fries fresh. And man, when I got the job to start making those French fries, I was in hog heaven, right? (laughs) But guess what? My sister ruined it. Because she took one day while I was holding the potato, she took the brace to go ahead and put the potato in there, and she got my hand, and my hand bled all over the french fries well that was the end of that we couldn't do that anymore and so all the old ladies were like oh these kids are too young they can't do that anymore and so i never forgave my sister for that oh sisters i I know i know all right so uh talking about some of the fair board stuff or the fair items that are coming up so we have on monday candies and baked goods will be in place at uh 
It says 8 p.m. And t- to 10 p.m. So Monday is really the move-in day. It's the, Mount, uh, the Mark County Commissioner's Day as well. All of the judging and, and projects will all be taking in. They'll be doing the King and Queen voting. Really, the only thing that's going to go on is the harness racing at the grandstands. Basically, that's you know one of the big inter- entertainment things that are that's going on that day. There will be some farm product judging as well at 8 p.m. Going on, uh, let's see here, Sat- or Tuesday, the 30th, it's Humana Day and Greg Shoewalter Day. Senior Citizens Day as well as Veterans Day. Free entry from 4 p.m. until 4 p.m., sorry. Mount Gilead and Highland schools have their spirit day that day. And uh, the king and queen of the fair will be announced at 9.30 at the Horse Arena. We also have the Draft Horse Pony Mini Donkey and Mule Halter class going off at noon. Never mind. I was going to make a comment. Uh, 1 p.m. Flower and Garden Club judging. At 2 p.m. Veterans Program Highland High School Band at Building 3. 4.30 p.m. Harness Racing at the Grandstands. 6 p.m. Egg Toss at the Small Stage. Outstanding Fair Supporter Scholarships King and Queen Presentation at the Youth Building at 6.30 on that day. So and this would be the point when you said I was going to make a comment. Yes. This is the place where Jamie Zigger is rolling her eyeballs, and then she's also already saying probably what you were going to say, or something similar, right? Could be, could be. Yeah. yeah. I know as I listen, that's what I'd be doing too. I do talk to you guys while you're talking on the podcast. We've heard you. I'm looking at the calendar here, and it looks like you might have missed a day when you took pictures, Russ. Yes, I did. Yeah. And so I'm going to go back in and fix that. Well, I don't have anything listed for the first. Do you have anything listed over there? So then after that, there is going to be a 4-H dance in the youth building, um, and that's sponsored by the radio station. And so they're going to be doing that. And, of course, the Mount Gilead High School Band will be playing that night as well. And then the rabbit and poultry costume contest will be going on at 8 o'clock in the small arena. And Project Delta will be performing at the small stage from 7 until 9. Um, and we also have the youth sheep lead-in in the large arena. It also so, looks like Mike Bishop, the hypnotist, will be doing shows at 3, 5, and 9 at the small stage. And Mr. Puppet will be doing two shows on uh, Thursday, the first as well. Yes. So then um, on the um, – so th- w- there's all kinds of activities going on through the fair. And actually, matter of fact, people can stop in at the fairgrounds and go to the secretary's office and they're open – uh, during the day, you can stop by, get one of those little uh, foldable calendars so that you can follow along. They actually did the calendars day by day instead of separating out senior and junior fair. And so that'll be make it a lot easier to look those things up. Um, so there's lots of things to see and do. Um, we're also going to have uh, on Wednesday... Um, There will be lots of different activities going on. I think Senior Fair is going to have their swine breeders picnic at noon on Wednesday. Uh, The beef breeding show is 10 a.m. And uh, there's an open sheep show uh, Wednesday, August 31st. That's an open sheep 
show, Mike, not open peep show. Oh, my goodness. And so, um, you know, here's the thing. The fair is... That's all we get out of Russ. Oh, my goodness. I, I Well, you know, I'm too busy thinking everything running through my mind of what I can say. <laughs> um, but uh, they brought some new things to the fair. One of the things is going to be the Rodeo Bulls and Barrel Show. And that'll be 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. And that's at the grandstand. Uh, they're also going to have ground roping at 6 p.m. that night. Um, there's a pizza eating contest in the small stage. And actually, Wednesday night is uh, Northmore uh, High School Band will be performing. And so there's lots of things to see and do. Uh, you know, come support your kids, your school, your... Um, and. I get it. Some people are like, I don't understand what's going on during those animal shows. Well, you know, that's a great place to ask questions and find out and listen because the judges actually end up telling people a lot of things of you look and you say, well, I see this cow, but how do I know that's a good cow? Well, listen to the judge and they'll explain what it makes that so good. Uh, just to let you guys know, if you go to morrowcountyfair.org, click on fair schedule, you can find the entire schedule. The senior fair board uh, events are all bolded. On Wednesday, we talked about Mike Bishop, the hypnotist, being there. He'll have three shows at the small stage. Also being held at the small stage that evening is going to be Charlie and Charlie. I'm sorry, that's at the small arena. And then on Thursday, September 1st, that's the Adena Corporation Day, meet the United Way agencies and you can win prizes until 6 p.m. Cardington and Gilead Christian School Spirit Days are also Thursday. Bear Hollow Chainsaw Exhibitor will be doing four shows that day. Mike Bishop will be back again for three shows at the small stage. And Mr. Puppet will have two shows during that time period as well. And we also have the draft horse, draft horse Hitch class at the Draft Arena, Food Fun Day at the Youth Building, music that evening on the, uh, what is that, the first will be by Harley Taylor and Cold Shelby on the small stage. The Cardington High School Band will also be performing, and the Rough Truck will be taking on the... Uh, grandstands. Oh, and I saw a thing from Tidy Tim's out uh, talking about outhouse races. There's also at the small stage at 6 p.m. on that day with the watermelon eating contest. Uh, let's see here on second on the second Friday the second Touchstone Energy Day by Consolidated Cooperative. You're going to have Mike Bishop, Mr. Puppet, the Chainsaw exib- uh, Exhibitor again. Cornhole tournaments sponsored by the Morrow County Chamber of Commerce. I believe they're doing, uh, I think there's an entry fee, but then you win some of the money back, I think. I think so. Uh, There's going to be some flower judging that day. Adult steer showmanship, ages 25 and older will be that day. Barnyard Olympics at the small arena on Friday. Egg toss at the small stage. Stack them straight contest, if anyone is interested in Stacking, uh, str- uh, it'll be straw bales. Yeah, straw bales. Yeah, straw bales. Let's see here. Uh, uh, the Central Ohio and Buckeye truck pools will be that night at the grandstands, and then at the small stage will be Caroline and Dad. Music by the uh, Caroline and Dad on Saturday the third. We have the pie check in. Boy, Mike, I'm sure you'd like to. 
I'm experienced at pie judging. I could sample the pies again, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. The both of us are trying to do a little Paul Lind here, and I think Mike's (laughs) got me beat on it. Well, yes. Like Scoob, would you like to sample a pie? That's about the best Shaggy I can do. I've got a joke with Shaggy, but it's not appropriate. Moving right along. Uh, Antique Tractor Parade will be on Saturday the 3rd. Pie and Cake Auction will be on the 3rd. The Great American Hot Dog Eating Contest at the Small Stage on the 3rd. OSTPA Truck and Tractor Pulls coming to the Noisy County near you. You should be able to sit on a clear September 3rd night anywhere in the county and hear the truck pulls. And you'll know. You'll know, oh yes, you will know, if there's been a full pull. Just saying. Uh, music that night at the small stage will be the Brick Walk Nights. Then on Sunday, Cardington, Utah, day, there's going to be church services at the youth building, open market, swine, jackpot at the large arena, vessel church at the small stage. The pedal tractor pulls will be at the pavilion. Water eating contest again at the small stage. Nashville Crush live at the grandstands. Tyler Rich live at the grandstands. And open freestyle raining will also be going on. Let's see here. Open road renewables day. Demolition Derby will be on Monday the 5th. And then we get to the sales uh, on the 5th. If you're interested, have any interest... Go out there and buy some of these local animals. You can uh, send them off to be uh, processed and uh, get some, you know, actually some pretty good meat out of them and for a pretty decent cost and help some of the kids out. They've spent time and money during the show or during the year to, you know, get them ready. I'm sure they would love an opportunity to sell. And last year, I believe, was... Was that the the highest grossing year? It, it was pretty high. I don't have those totals in front of me, but Morrow County supporters really came forward and stepped up to the plate, especially after having our COVID year and and that whole what everybody had to jump through for that to happen. So we're just really, you know, we don't have a lot of major industry here in our county, and the fact the way people step up to the plate and really support our kids really makes a big difference and if i remember right that was well into the well into the six digits yes yes. like i for some reason i want to say it was over two hundred thousand dollars but i don't i don't know for sure i can't remember but that's kind of what i wanted to say but um there are some things i believe i posted on my facebook or on the marology page or you can find them on the local uh the extension office page for Morrow County that actually shows you the difference in price of meat between store-bought meat and farm-raised meat and what you can get at the at the fair. If you're interested in rides at the fair, uh, the Midway opens on the 30th, which is Tuesday, and runs through Sunday the 4th. Rides close daily between 5 and 6. They open at noon and run until 11 p.m. Uh, looks like they're also open on the 4th. Fifth, but it doesn't show what time. I'm going to guess it's over at 4 because it doesn't say what time on there. But there is more information. If you're interested, you can reach out to the fair board office. You can call them. You can pop in down there. There's all kinds of stuff. And uh, if you're interested in being a, a sponsor, there's not 
any opportunity left for this year, but there's always an opportunity for next year, folks. So get on the page, morrowcountyfair.org. All that information is on there. Call the fair board office. You know what? Just make a difference. Well, and there can they can also step up to the plate by just stopping in the junior fair office, um, and they could always donate some money that way for awards and things like that, and we'll put it to good use. So phone number 419-947-1611 or email morrowcountyfairohio at gmail.com. All right, so... Russ, do you have anything else for the fair? Well, um, don't forget there's, you know, we basically were talking about uh, open shows, senior shows. Um, There are definite uh, organizations that step up to the plate. We kind of talked about the Barnyard Olympics. That is put on by the Morrow County Farm Bureau. Um, They will be in there at the fairgrounds, and there are some opportunities to have some education. I know um, Mr. Douse is coming over to at their um, booth there at the fair, and we'll be doing a presentation. Um, and of course, you know, I am one of a quite a few junior fair board advisors. Um, we work really hard all year round. Um, you know, as soon as the fair is over, guess what? The following Monday, we have a junior fair board meeting starting to talk about next year's fair. Um, so uh, the senior fair board has been uh, working diligently on getting things ready. Uh, matter of fact, I was there this morning and we were working on stuff as well. Yeah, so, we could tell you were there this morning. Well, I'm just you don't want to hear what I ended up doing today, but it was <laughs> it was an interesting job. I've never had to do that before. Um, but anyways, um, you know, the kids have been working really hard this year, um, and we do have a lot of opportunities for people to step up to the plate. Well, I want to do a feel-good story before we go back in time with your, your – uh, history moment there mike uh, Kristen redmond posted this morning that her other half left early this morning to be a part of the convoy to kentucky to deliver hay to the flood victims and you know they've been hit pretty hard with rain and then it has just kept coming right and they're they found that there's you know many dead now uh from the flash flooding and so, you know, it looks like there are several, it looks like there's some people there with, you know, just trying to collect whatever they can uh, as far as, you know, to feed their animals and such they, because they had lost so much. So some pretty good pictures that she had posted, lots of vehicles. So, you know, a, a good uh, heartfelt moment there for those that uh, went down there. Thank you for representing Morrow County, but also Ohio and helping out Kentucky down there. And actually that organization, I'm involved with that organization called Disaster Relief Haulers. And Dale Kleindanst and uh, and a bunch of them went down and they're down there today as well taking stuff down there. So, um, so shout out to all of them and thank you for uh, everybody that stepped up to the plate to donate and help them. Um, you know, we've made several trips uh, we've went out west. We did go down to Kentucky after their tornado uh, last year, uh, right around Christmas time. And we took a sh- shipment down there then. And so we took a load of hay and straw to get stuff down there for helping those people. So thank you to everybody that donated. 
I know Hinkle's Hardware was one of the our drop-off places, so we really appreciate them stepping up to the plate, too. All right. Are we ready? Um, Please buckle your seatbelts. Please keep your hands and arms inside of the ride until it comes to a complete stop. And here we go. Thank you for writing Marwology Podcast. The flashback is brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Now open every Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Stop in and learn about Morrow County's past. All right, Mikeamus, let's finish up Iberia if we get to today. Yeah, we started talking about Iberia last week and how it got its name and how uh, it got started. We're going to talk about some of the things that have happened in Iberia over the years. And there were two major fires in the village of Iberia during the first century, during its first century. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the first was in 1894 when the working home for the blind was gutted and had to be abandoned. The second was on Tuesday, March 30th of 1920. The men of the town had responded hurriedly to a grass fire alarm at the John Garverick farm next to the railroad on State Route 61. William Ritz left a glowing forge in his blacksmith shop in order to help save the Garverick farm buildings and the same high wind that fanned the grass fire acted as a billows to his forge. Before anyone realized what was happening, the shop was in flames. The blacksmith shop was located on an alley north of Main Street and east of Bucyrus Street at that time. At that time, nearly every house in town had a small barn which housed the family's horse or horseless carriage. The flames hopscotched from one barn to another down the alley Then at the crest of the hill, the wind pulled the flames uh, toward the highway where they enveloped two houses and the township building. At 3.45 p.m., the Iberia telephone operator notified the Galleon Fire Department of the emergency, and within 18 minutes, the recently motorized department under the direction of Captain H.F. Kyle arrived on the scene and dropped 1,300 feet of hose at the Thompson Thomas Creek. School was dismissed hastily, and teachers held the younger children back while the older boys and girls grabbed buckets and shovels and brooms to help fight the dozens of small blazes that sprang up all over town in, in outhouses. In in outhouses, corn cribs, fences, dry lawns, and even on telephone poles. Five hours after the alarm, Captain Kyle and his weary men made the return trip to Galleon over rough country roads. Route 309 was not paved at this time. The damage estimated at $20,000 included it in addition to the loss of the blacksmith shop. Barns owned by Dr. D.B. Virtue, Thomas Nelson, Alice Nelson, and the late Elizabeth Williamson, the homes of Sarah Noble and Williamson, and the town's peop- uh, township house. The people of the community took up a collection for the Galleon Fire Department and vowed never again to refer to the little gasoline motor truck that had recently replaced the horse-drawn steam boiler as the Tin Lizzie or the Squirt Gun. Forty more years passed with Iberia living under the threat of uncontrollable fires before a move was made to organize a volunteer fire department. Finally, the Iberia Volunteer Fire Company, Incorporated, was chartered 
by the Secretary of State on June 24, 1964. The original board of directors included William Beach, Gerald Blotbach, uh, Charles Bussler, Charles Kramer, Dr. <coughs> <Excuse me. coughs> M.E. Epperson, Reverend Brant Loper, Charles Mannering, and Donald Cedar. About the president, if a man is the product of his heredity and environment, then Iberia must share the credit or the blame for the kind of leader Harding was. Since the 29th president was graduated from the Ohio Central College July 21, 1882, the records show that Harding was active in literary programs at college and in a group known as the Philomathic Society. The word philomathic means love of learning. Harding and his friend and roommate, F.H. Miller, were co-editors of The Spectator, the college newspaper. The two young men had many things to say, and although there is only one issue of the paper extant, extant, it is evident that there was freedom of the press. And one more thing, the working home for the blind, when the Ohio Central College became defunct, the buildings were purchased by the state and an experimental institution. The Working Home for the Blind was founded. The buildings were located on a five-acre landscape track, a sort of village green, with the homes on the perimeter facing the former campus. A two-story building was built for use as a workshop in 1886, and the institution was opened June 20th of 1887. There's a little bit about Iberia and what was going on in the late eight, uh, 19th and early 20th century. Isn't that neat? That is just so cool. On August 23rd of, nine, of 1814, we took a little trip. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Dolly Madison <laughs> saved the famous portrait of George Washington from being looted by the British during the War of 1812. And then she went and made some hostess ho-hos, didn't she? I think so. Or Dolly Madison, I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> the wrong brand. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, let's see here. In 1999, New York City reported its first case of the West Nile virus. Let's see. They're also... Okay, so I'm not too sure about this, but the state of Franklin declares independence on August 23rd, 1784. Four counties in western North Carolina declare their independence as a state of Franklin. The counties lay in what would become eventually Tennessee. The previous April, the state of North Carolina had ceded its western land claims between the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, where, Where did it go? I just lost it. Between the Appalachian Mountains and the Mississippi River to the United States Congress, the settlers in this area, known as the Cumberland River Valley, had formed their own independent government from 1772 to 1777 and were concerned that Congress would sell the territory to Spain or France as a means of paying off some of the government's war debt. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Um, You know, there really wasn't a lot that I found this week going on in history to, you know, to really share out. Well, there was that one historic date in Morrow County uh, that would be this week, August 26, 1960. There was somebody born at the Morrow County Hospital. Oh, I don't know. That that is sitting amongst us. Russ, I didn't think you were that old, Russ. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) 
Happy so. birthday, Micah Mess. Well, you know, it is historical. Or is that hysterical? Yes. Okay. Or hysterical. I know it was one historical of the Historical Um all this week also in nineteen sixty two, Little Eva earns a number one hit with what the Locomotion. Song? Did you read this? No, I know oh, okay. I know that song. Come on, baby, do the locomotion. Wow, I should have muted that. I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm so, so sorry. Um, there's not a lot that really happened this week for us to, to share here, but uh, happy birthday to my mom. I know she's not listening, but August 25th is her birthday. My dad was last uh, week here on the 17th of August, so happy birthday to them. And I think that's it. Uh, oh, and if Kevin Evans is listening, oh, yeah. his birthday, birthday was August 19th. Yeah. For one week every year, we're the same age. Wow. <laughs> so, if Kevin, if you're listening, happy birthday. If he's listening. I, I bet he gave up on us. No, he listens. Does he? I get feedback. Oh, do you? Yes. You don't ever share it. Well, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to uh, flashback to the present. You ready? Okay, I'm holding on. You work hard. You need a break. Come see us at Capitol Theater Mount Gilead. Brand new movies, fresh popcorn, cold drinks, and best yet, it's close to home. Visit a local restaurant, have a delicious meal, and take a break with Capitol Theater Mount Gilead, located at the Square. Located at the Square. I like that commercial. I'm kind of partial to it, but all right, folks, it is that time of the show. Warning, warning, warning. Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning, warning, warning. All right, Mike Miss. Well, I don't have any puns, but, I, you know, I, I got a couple things to share. Uh, you know, there's this burglar that stole all my lamps. I should be upset, but you know what? I'm delighted. Oh, my gosh. And Ladies, if he can't appreciate your fruit jokes, you need to let that mango. Oh, my goodness. I have a question for one of you two. Okay. How can a room full of married people be empty? I have no idea. Because there's not a single person there. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, did you guys hear what Forrest Gump's email password was? Run, Jenny, or <laughs> run, Forest, run. And no, it was one forest, one. Oh. Yeah. Can February, March? But no, April, May. Okay. Now, where do you take someone injured in a peekaboo accident? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. To the ICU. To the ICU. Okay. Now, wait a minute. So... I was thinking about this. I didn't come prepared. But because we were talking about the fair, I do need to share this. This is one of my favorite fair jokes. So an old man sees a booth for a helicopter rides for $50 at the county fair. He says to his wife, I'm getting up there in age, and I've always wanted to ride in a helicopter. His wife says, absolutely not. 50 bucks is 50 bucks. You don't need to ride in a helicopter. The next year at the fair, he sees the helicopter booth again, and he asks them again. The conversation is no different this year. The same happens the next year, and the one after that. 
Then again, he finds himself at the helicopter booth and tells the person selling rides that he's not sure he'll make it to the next year and has always wanted to ride in a helicopter, but his wife objects due to the cost. The helicopter pilot hears this conversation and approaches the old man. He tells the man, I'll take you up in the helicopter for free, but you have to remain absolutely silent. If you or your wife speak a single word, I'll have to charge you the 50 bucks. Excited, the man presents the deal to his wife, who agrees to the pilot's terms. Up in the sky, the pilot did absolutely everything he could in a helicopter besides crash it, and not a word was uttered. When they land, the pilot says to the man, I'm really impressed. I did every crazy maneuver I could, but you didn't say a word. The man replied, yeah, I thought about saying something when Myrtle fell out, but 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Wow. (laughs) You don't make that kind of fuss over my jokes. Well, that was a pretty good one. I'm not going to lie. That was. Wow. Um, I made a pun about the wind, but it blows. Really? You rolled your eyes at me? <laughs> I'm giving oh. myself a rim shot here. So, you know, it was funny because last week you guys were talking about the fair, and I remember the goldfish, and the bank used to have the goldfish thing in the Building 3, which is right there behind Certified Station, back when it used to be orange and white. So I remembered about how we could all win goldfish. So my little... Brother won a goldfish at the local fair. Sadly, the next morning, he was floating dead in his little pond. So now I have to look after the fish. I thought that's where that was going. All right. Hey, two windmills are standing in a wind farm. Okay? Imagine this. One asks, what's your favorite kind of music? The other one says, I'm a big metal fan. (laughs) There we go. <laughs> Did you hear about the crash on seventy one with the uh, with the uh, truck carrying the fruit? No, um, it created quite a jam. Oh jeez! So this one goes out to all of the folks in Bucyrus. Nothing, nothing. Oh, there you go. There we go. This one goes out to all of our friends in Bucyrus. Uh, the German sausage jokes are just the worst. Many people know I'm in charge of the rabbit barn, so I normally do have some rabbit jokes that I do tell during the fair. So, um, what's the name of the rabbit who stole from the rich and gave to the poor? Robin Hare? Well, that's a good one. Rabbit Hood. And do, where do rabbits work? Uh, At IHOP restaurants. How does Moses make coffee? He brews it. There you go. Brews it. Yeah. What do you call the ghost of a chicken? A poultry geist. Oh, come on, people. What do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. (laughs) All right, folks. Thank you for coming on the show this week there, Russ, Russinator. 
Hey, you're. I'm glad to be here. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, be nice to each other. Come out and see the show live shows at the Capitol Theater. And uh, we'll see you next time, Mike and us. Uh, back back to the Capitol Theater. You can get those online. Yeah, and you it's can, cheaper you that can, way. Uh, actually, yes, yes. Online Facebook. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, it's Capitol Theater MG. Go to the Facebook page. You can actually find all of the information there. If you go to the Capitol Theater and it says Columbus, you are on the wrong one. For some reason, it will not unlink the Capitol Theater in Columbus from our web page or from our Facebook page. Hmm. We cannot figure it out. So. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email us at marologypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, until next time, we will see you later. Bye. Bye.